Well, we worked our way now to the next last game of the season. Uh, those of you that know how much I enjoy going to Lexington, one of the reasons I like going to Lexington is the climate can be a little different. Uh, we have been up there with some pretty cold games. But taking a quick look at the calendar and the weather app ahead, we might be in store for the coldest Georgia football game probably in the last 30 years. Guys, bring your long underwears, bring your uh, gloves, your hats, because it's not going to be quite as cold as it was in Indianapolis, but it's going to have those vibes. What's up, everybody? This is episode 331 of the Wait Since Last Saturday podcast. I did that wrong. I usually say Georgia football, but uh, regardless, my name is Scott Duvall, and I am joined by my two co-hosts, Tony Waller and Will Leach. You are listening to the pregame show, and I guess you could call it kind of the postgame show of the Mississippi State game, but the pregame show of the Georgia-Kentucky game. So uh, we're going to cover both because we would have done that anyway. Without any further delay, here's Will to get it all started. Does it sound weird, everyone? I'm I think I was off because I, I went with hello, everybody. No, not you. Oh. You sound fine. Okay. You sound fine. But I'm wondering if the sound sounds different. It probably it, sounds better because my room is kind of hollow. It looks different to me. Yeah, it does it de- look different. It definitely it's, looks it's different. better decorated. Different we are actually in my place. We are here in Five Points. Uh, we are going to the Miami of Ohio Red Hawks game. Uh, they're also they're playing Georgia. Hopefully it's in Athens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's in one of the Athens. It might be in Athens, Ohio. I should check the schedule. Uh, we are going there. We, I think our, our annual, our annual, uh, we since last Saturday, uh, gift maker. Yes. <laughs> that is our trip to, uh, to, a, to a game tonight. Uh, Georgia, we're not going to make this a Georgia basketball podcast. We have enough football to cover as it is. But they are, uh, shortly, they are one and one. They lost at Wake Forest, but I would argue looked about a billion times better. They did look at any other point last year. I don't think yeah. they're going to be good, but they certainly did not look. They looked like they had a coach who, like, you know, ran inbounds plays mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and uh, like, basic, uh, basic structure to his off as a defense. So, but we're going to go to that tonight. Uh, so that my first game of the year, I missed the first home game. So it'll be a good time. So that's why we're here. Uh, there may be shirtless children that wander in at some point. I've seen point. one of them. Yeah. We, we have a fix for that. We do. We do. But it's too early. Too no. early to talk about the fix. We're yeah. going to keep them teased. Uh, yeah, yes, exactly. we don't want people to Not the children, the but the com. listeners. Yeah. <laughs> do not yeah. tease. Please tease my children. They deserve <laughs> it. Uh, but so we're here. We're here. Uh, I'm sorry we did not do a post game. I was traveling. You were coming back from Arizona, yeah, and I was yeah. coming and back. And I just didn't want to do it. Yeah, I understand. And I was well, coming you back. Were, your just son kidding. was doing a golf tournament. <laughs> I'm kidding. Cool. My son was winning a golf tournament. Oh, sorry. Yes. Winning. My bad. <laughs> I was coming back from Charleston, South Carolina for the Miller So I don't know. So maybe this is the time to talk a little bit about that game before we get uh, kind of rollicking uh, a little bit. Um, I, 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 one thing this team has taught me to do already is to not freak out about little dumb blurps. Hundred <laughs> percent. And I think that, like, and listen, you can freak out a, lot, a little bit about Missouri. I think that, that the mm-hmm. only time I think there was a time you could be worried this year was Missouri. I it, it's I'm kind of getting a little tired. I'm no I no longer care about that. We were at a party watching the game with some friends there, and one person, totally nice guy, was like, "See, oh, they won't be able to do that against Ohio State, fill Michigan, in the blank, TCU, so on." The same thing that we've basically been saying Tennessee. All year, oh, well, right? I scratch that off exactly. Scratch the same off. thing we've been saying all year is, "Oh, that, that, those are the kind of mistakes you can't have," which feels like fake tough guy coaching, really, in a lot of ways. Like it always feels like a thing that a fan says that, like, "Well, things are going great, but I still want something to grumble about," and I feel that feels like it is. Like, yeah. That punt return was not great. That was a mistake. It's something that you again you definitely hope does not happen in uh, in the SEC championship game or a playoff game. But uh, you know, I I think I'm kind of past the point of being. Ooh, when you play somebody tough, 
you have to remember that actually you're still Georgia and you're still better than they are and you're still in a really good spot. And just because you may make a mistake here or there is not something to freak out about. And that, listen, the idea, like the clangings were clanging and things were loud and everyone was going nuts after that punt return. But was there, honestly, in all seriousness, was there a Georgia fan on the planet that thought, oh, Boy, look out! Because I, I, if I, I, I'd like to. I don't know if I want to meet that one. I was exist, frustrated. Yeah, but I'm sure it was annoying. Not freaking out. It was, yeah. it was certainly annoying. Right. And you're like, yeah, and it's frustrating because you'd like to be able to. You don't want bad things to happen to your team. Mm-hmm. But the notion that a it was anything to worry about, or b like an overarching indicative problem uh, ongoing. I mean, Seth Rogen wrote in his piece, "Everybody drink that." Uh, the, the really the only thing you kind of take could take away uh, uh, as a ongoing problem from that in the Florida game and even partly of the uh, of the Tennessee game is actually clock management from the coaching side, which I'm not overly concerned about. But if you were if you were looking for a through line, it's not players are bad, something's wrong with the special teams, they're screwing stuff up. It's clock management. I tend to not think that is in there, there's so many other little things that they do right that I tend to not sweat that much stuff too much. I also feel like when you've won a national championship, you've got a little bit of uh, give me a break on occasional clock stuff. Uh, but the point is, if, if the, the only thing that is, that you could say is something that happened in one game that happened in the next game, and there, therefore theoretically could be something you would be worried about, would be that. And I'm not really worried about it. But when it comes to players, special teams, offense, defense, I'm not particularly worried about it. And I don't know anyone else. Should. And on that second play or the the third down play where it went out of bounds to Blaylock, had Stetson just looked to his right, Bowers was wide open and probably would have gotten 40 yards downfield. Yeah. Then they would have been in position. So I mean, it's just it's ticky tack. It's little things that happen, right? right? Little things happen, right? Well, yeah, I, I want to talk about. I have I have opinions about why the clock management has been a little dicey. Uh, and Seth hit on it in his piece, but I do want to talk for a minute about. Uh, you're talking about the Georgia fans being like anybody being worried about this. Um, I guess it's worth giving a little shout out to. Uh, to, 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 to Brian, who, who invited me to come to the Phoenix watch party. Had a great time with those guys. Stayed through the first half because um, I had a dinner to get to. There were all these Georgia fans there, and when the punt return happened, there were some people not in the Georgia section of the bar we were in had, had made some like offhanded comments like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And like, to a person, any Georgia fan, paying attention, turned and looked down and was like, come please. <laughs> that was the look. Like, literally the look. Yeah. I, I, because... I think we all felt exactly like if you had asked me what happened, I was like, "Well, George's getting the ball back. They're they're going to do something." The first, the I, I would have I, the flea flicker play literally was coming to my mind. I thought they were going to run a flea flicker. I didn't think they were going to run a flea flicker of a foot and a half behind him to Lad McConkey. By the way, uh, you want to know why Darnell Washington is still out there playing, even though he has a tendency to drop the ball sometimes? He blocked two dudes on that corner, and both of those guys were still trying to figure out which one of them got blocked by one person, right? <laughs> uh, and also, Jackson had a great uh, – Rosemary Jackson had a great – or was it was Kyrus or Rosemary Jackson? I don't remember who it was. Uh, Jackson had a great block downfield mm-hmm. to spring McConkey out there. Um, so, you know, one last thing, thinking about the clock management issues, Kirby acknowledged this a little bit. He's like, I got a little aggressive. Like, mm-hmm. guys, this is what we want out Kirby. <laughs> yes, right? <laughs> this is what we want out Kirby. Yeah. He has a nice, shiny offense to play with, and he he has told Mocking, go do some offense stuff. Yeah. And he's letting him. That right – because old Kirby would have run the ball three times up the middle. He would have, have have like literally bled 40 seconds off the clock there and punt the ball away with one second as opposed to – and look, maybe the punt still returned. I don't know. It's a 
it's a process. Again, is it frustrating? Sure. If you had asked me in that moment what the score of that game was, Georgia up by five or whatever it was would have not been my guess. Right. Georgia had Georgia had owned them. They had, had shot themselves in the foot a couple times. Um, probably should have had six more points. Um, but the look, the other team's most – it's not sustainable for the other team's most successful play to be a punt return. Yeah. It's not sustainable. So, okay. Yeah. That, that happens. I think yeah. that's exactly right. And a punt return or a or the uh, best uh, play be a terrible sets and pass. A pick, mm-hmm. a pick six inside the 20. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like at a certain level, those are going to happen. You don't – again, you don't want them to happen. But that is the only thing that is keeping – these games close until they're suddenly not. Yeah. By the way, Georgia is Georgia is the number one team in the nation. No one disputes that. And Georgia has a negative turnover differential. Think about that. Yeah. Think about that. Imagine if it were even, or you know, like some teams that we played two weeks ago that were orange. Um, where it's plus nine. Yeah. I, 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 mm, uh-huh. Yeah. What happens if <laughs> What happens if a team commits a good team in a close in a theoretically close game commits six turnovers against Georgia? I'm gonna bet it's not close. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I think I think that's the, that's the thing. Is, it's not close to technical term for ass beaten. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Boat race, whatever, whatever yeah. term you want to be. <laughs> and I think that's the, I, you know that's where they are right now. And I think that's you know listen, there was some rumblings about a potential. You can see why there might have been a. Let down after Tennessee because if not only was did Georgia destroy them, the the vibes were just so good. The yeah. vibes were so good that Saturday that you can see why road game at night against a fired up crowd. What everyone wants this to say about Stark Vegas, they get dialed up uh, there and a team that is not bad. <laughs> like that, you're not playing. You're not like doing one of those crazy things, like playing Vanderbilt. No one's going to lose to Vanderbilt. Uh, but at a certain level, Mississippi State is not like they're going to go to a halfway decent bowl. They got a chance to play Illinois in a bowl for crying out loud. Like that's how you know they're good. Uh, so at a certain level, they weren't playing a nobody. This is a, teams get teams fall and like teams maybe they don't lose, but they have a game that scares you. They have a they have a Missouri type game, or they have even a Kent State type game. That is not what Georgia had. They had one bad play at the end of the at the end of the half that briefly got people going, and Georgia just got right back on track and knocked them all the way through. And I think that is um, that is frankly just looking like it's going to be the case until the SEC championship game, and really uh, has been the case all year except for Missouri. Um, including when they played a team that's probably going to make the playoff. <laughs> so I think that is that is pretty telling to where they are right now. Yeah, I've already heard from our uh, friend Zach Rao. Uh, he's like, so still thinking about coming to Atlanta. I was like, obviously you should come, yeah, right? Yeah. He was like, yeah, it's going to be reverse of 2019. Yeah, it's it's like, yeah. I was like, well, please, for God's sake, don't go back and listen to our podcast right before that game. <laughs> right. Um, we'll keep an eye out for LSU's random walk-on backup quarterback who will show up at the end of that game and lead them to a national championship in three years. It's right, the total that's reverse just kind of reverse. Across the board. Um, so that's, uh, yeah, it's, so getting into the Mississippi State game, um, what Georgia did in the second half of that game is, Really, what Georgia did the entirety of the Tennessee game. the The first half was um, if it, it felt really herky jerky, right? Uh, I mean, nothing. Well, after that first drive, right? Nothing really happened. Yeah. Well, I don't think. And I, I mean, I'm not trying to take anything away from Mississippi State. I just didn't. I'm, I think they were on the field with Georgia, but I don't. I mean, Georgia. I mean, you, we had again. We had drop passes. We had. We had a turnover that wasn't a turnover. 
also. Well, I mean, it felt it felt almost like Mississippi State wasn't getting home cooking. Yeah, um, you know, Georgia was getting the benefit of the calls too, yeah, yeah. which that, that I found I found amazing. That was definitely a turnover. And then, by the way, start getting used to that. By the way, if Georgia's going to be Alabama, that's that's yeah. going to keep happening. Yeah, and yeah like, I can't. I have waited mm-hmm. my entire life. I gotta say, like, do not people, apologize. No, people no. complain about Georgia co- played the SEC refs there after they're totally. supporting Georgia. Let's put a, sign me up. Let's <laughs> pause on that for a second because that, like that's another. That's another, like, oh, look at us, look at us, huh? Right. Paul Rudd sort of moment, right? That's the thing is Georgia is getting the Alabama calls. They're getting the benefit of the doubt. It's going to be two or three, like one of my one of my good best friends, uh, Will Haraway, who was a member of the Sundogs, who for, oh, by the way, we'll get to this in a moment, um, um, is a huge Mississippi fan. And it just drives him absolutely insane. Every year, the Mississippi gets closer than Alabama gets a call, mm-hmm. a pass interference call. It drives him up the wall, and he goes through it every single year. Makes him want to go. Georgia fans have been going through this forever when they play Alabama. Georgia is now that team. Georgia gets those calls. I'm, this, I'm here for this. This is what, like, and again, for, for remember, remember when another fan base says, "Oh, there goes Georgia getting those calls again." Be like, listen, uh, we we I, I gave it the office, okay? Like I <laughs> ate, you know, like uh, we ate we ate crap for years. So the idea that you should have to Georgia fans have to apologize not. for that, you nope. shouldn't. Nope. And and you can like do like a sheepish, yeah, what are you gonna do? Which is kind of what Alabama fans I think have been doing for ten or fifteen years. But the idea that you should be like, oh yeah, we that's they were by we totally didn't like don't feel guilty like own it it's yours you went through it to get to this point go ahead and enjoy the, these fruits as well. You remember you know the first thing I think of is the. AJ Green call against LSU when he literally pointed to the student section and he got a celebration penalty called on him. Yeah, and then we lost the game. Yeah, <laughs> think of this. Think of it like I always talk to uh, to the the league the league kids. I'm such a great coach that they went 16 and one. So you should listen to my wisdom on this. Uh, but whenever you like, if you're throwing strikes around the zone. You're gonna get the calls on the edges, even if it's technically a ball. If you're close, they'll be like, "Okay, he knows what he's doing. We're gonna give him the close pitch." That's what that is. That is not. We like Alabama more than Georgia. We like Georgia more than everybody, everybody else. What that is is referees being like, "Oh, that sideline has its shit together. They know what they're doing." In the, the benefit of the doubt is gonna go to the people that. Uh, who are you gonna give the benefit of the doubt? A coaching staff led by Kirby Smart. Or Nick Saban, or a coaching staff run by Brian Harson, or run by so you're always going to give the benefit of the doubt to the team that is really good, and and you are you're you're a ref, you're a football fan, you watch football all the time, you can see what team is executing better, you can see what team is generally doing the right things. If there's a fifty fifty call, that's why you get that call, not because they have a bias, it's because you're naturally going to gravitate to the person that seems to know what they're doing. Yeah, have the crap together. Yeah, I'm um, sorry. I said. I said. I said. That. No, I think it was appropriate. Okay. Yeah. No. I, well, and and maybe this is a, an appropriate way to segue to the game at hand. Before uh, we do that, we need to talk about. Our, we need to remind everyone about our our party. Oh yes, <laughs> we want to do that because we want to do that at the beginning because we didn't do it. Chance to remind people. Well, and now show. we know when about that party will take place. Yes. Yeah, so to it, re- go ahead, Tony. Well, I bet so. It'll take place immediately after Georgia Tech. Which, no surprise, is a noon kickoff. So we'll be at The Root right after the game. Just come by. The uh, Root. I don't have the address in front of me. Just Google it. Five you, points yeah, underneath yeah. the pine. It's, it's right next to Curse, right next to where the old Waffle House used to be. Yeah, uh, yeah, so. yeah it's in five points. Um, it, the simplest thing to do is 
if you have parked downtown, uh, you can walk there from the stadium. Yeah. But if you have parked downtown and want to go park somewhere in the neighborhood, in the Five Points neighborhood, feel free to do that. Uh, there's not uh, the parking options there are I wouldn't say limited, but they fill up fast. Um, you gotta get there early. You gotta get there early. Get like, there early. Yeah, there's always there's always roads. Like you know, I'm from, from where I am. Where if you get there, early, there are people at Tennessee game that were parking on the street down there that technically they weren't supposed to, but no one's towing a bunch of cars on Tennessee game. <clears throat> there are people that were parking there at eight thirty in the morning for that Tennessee game and had beautiful spots that they'd be able to walk. Yeah. So, and I'm sure Georgia Tech will not be as severe as the Tennessee game. Yeah. So, but we'll be there. Hope you can come. I mean, it might be the might be the three of us and uh, your shirtless kids will. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, I don't know if your kids will be there. But but it's you know, it'll uh, will be the three of us and and whomever comes by. I would say it's safe to say we're going to stay there until we drink all the bourbon, mm-hmm. and uh, which would be quite the feat at the root. Um, <laughs> yes. But we'll uh, we'll hang out. We'll we'll meet uh, meet and greet, say hey to people and things like that. Um, and. Uh, but one of my favorite things that we do. Like, no, I, no, no. It's just so fun. So much fun. The one we did at the Foundry a few years ago was just an absolute blast. I still correspond with some people that we met at that thing. Like, it's a really, really good time. So, uh, by the route after the Georgia Tech game, which starts at shockingly noon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 4 uh, o'clock-ish. Yeah, right. Just come by. Just come by after the game. They'll be open. They will have bourbon, even if we and, are not there yet. And they will have football games on. Yes, so correct. Yes, it is, a, it is a sports bar. It is they a sports bar. They will have games on. They have golden tea, for crying they out loud. do have golden tea. Should we set up a big WSLS golden tea tournament? Um, that might be more complicated than we want. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. The one last thing I wanted to say about... Uh, of the Mississippi State game is that watching it on TV, and I've never, I've never been. This was I, I didn't go for the 08 disaster game. Um, I, 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 but I didn't go because did you go to that game, Scott? I've never been there. Uh, I've never been. It's one of the few stadiums I've. Never I been try to, to limit my time in Mississippi. Yeah, well, yeah, but you're if you're going to go, you're going to go to Oxford. Right. Well, <laughs> Or you're driving through to Jackson. Go to, to go to Starkville once. But Vicksburg I had, is I had nice. Meetings. I'd like to go once, too. Yeah, to just to say I went. But uh, people I've talked to that went said it was loud. They were in yeah. that game. They were engaged. And go, go look on Twitter at the fourth quarter and all the lights on. I mean, it was, it was filled with yeah. Georgia fans. And I also heard, the, and it makes sense, because I questioned right at the beginning, Mississippi State was on offense. You heard a lot of cowbells. Georgia fans bought cowbells because why not? <laughs> they brought Georgia cowbells, yeah. And then I would have absolutely bought cowbells. a cowbell if I'd have been there. Yeah. There's no question. So, but uh, but I heard there were a lot of Georgia fans there, and they were quite engaged. Which leads me to Kentucky, guys. There's going to be a lot of us there. It's always a lot of Georgia fans at Georgia Kentucky. It's a fun trip. Even at this, I think it's the first time we've ever played them. Thanksgiving, the weekend before Thanksgiving, yeah. that I remember. It's the first time since I've been going. It's not the latest we've played them because I was trying to make that point in the in the trivia part. But. Okay. We'll and I stopped. There. I stopped looking. Okay, because I saw there was a date later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're not wrong. How recent was it? Handful of years. Okay. Oh yeah. So you're not wrong in saying it is extra late. Yeah, and it's well, a whole, but it's a whole lot better than playing Charleston Southern the week before Georgia Tech. Oh yeah, which is another point I was about to make, dude. Dude, I, you noticed in fun office polls when we get to this, we got some games afar and aflong because Austin P's playing somebody. And Austin J's playing somebody, <laughs> and Austin W's playing somebody, and Texas A and M's playing somebody. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I thank like you. that. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. Well done. Um, but you know, it's uh, I I agree with you. I mean, look, everybody made fun of Georgia playing Charleston, you know, Samford earlier in the season, right? When you know all these teams yeah, like make it then, this not is, now. This is yeah, this is the get right game. This is the game where you know Georgia's going to play an SEC East team, and um. It's it's a fun trip if if 
It, there it's have just been to Kentucky. Yeah, the, the is, Lexington. Lexington is a great town. Yeah, right. It is a it is a great easy to town. get to. Easy to get to. Seven and a half or so hours. Um, you know, we it's just it's a great town. It's a the stadium's cute. Uh, you know, sixty thousand people. Almost all the checkout lines are open. And uh, <laughs> I love that joke. Yeah, thank you. And the public uh, stadium, for the record, public right? stadium. Is there one? No, oh. but there should be. It's. Uh, I mean, one of those crypto stadiums might need to be renamed oh, public. It's, <laughs> it's FTZ. Uh, Tom Brady's just having a rough year, man. <laughs> well, he he's couldn't even a, catch his uh, throwback quarterback yeah, throwback yeah, yesterday yeah, either. He yeah. fell down before it even landed. Ah, uh, he's he's doing fine. He's still yeah. I think things are yeah. still going to turn things out. Things are going to turn out fine yeah. for him. Um, well, I was talking about George Kentucky. Yes. Um, so I, you know, a lot of there were people like, oh, you know, Kentucky's back against the wall. Gosh, they lost all. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt had the most rushing yards they've had in five seasons. Good for Clark Lee, by the way. Very Clark Lee is just, yes, yeah. Good for amazing. Him, now, that game wasn't in Nashville either. Yeah. It was not in Nashville. Um, for the record, it was you, you, Scott, who were very skeptical of our yes. Kentucky as the number two person, two team in this in this division. You were correct. <laughs> you were correct. And they've had some issues. Like, they've had some they, – like, not every – this is the thing, right? Is, you know, I think Andy Staples famously talks about how Kentucky, how Kentucky is the best job in college football because you can make a lot of SEC money, but the expectations are not right. like you have access to good recruits. You're not Vanderbilt, you're not Missouri, so you have access to it. You have a ton of money, but the expectations are never going to be very high. Imagine if Kentucky were Auburn. Or Tennessee or Georgia, and had the sort of expectations coming into this year, where like, oh, they look like this. That could be a game day if both those teams are undefeated going into that game, and then they not only have the struggles that they've had, they lose at home to Vanderbilt the week before. That coach would be in trouble, even if they'd been really good up to that point, like Stoops has been. He's not in Kentucky. I haven't heard anything this week about Stoops being in trouble. And nor should he. he, he, And you won't. You won't. I mean, I think that speaks to. How Kentucky is mm-hmm. different uh, in, than the rest of the, at least obviously in football. Oh, I mean, it's a bummer for Vanderbilt. They don't have Texas A&M this year. They are, are still they potentially bowl eligible. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know the that that um, I mean, look, Kentucky plays. They want to play super physical football and got out physicaled by Vanderbilt. So do that math in your head for a minute. Yeah. Um, that doesn't change the fact that. You know, Rodriguez is not a super dangerous running back. That doesn't change the fact that Kentucky can still bring some heat. Um, I'm not buying into. I, I led this off with it being cold. I'm not. I'm not buying into the. Ooh, Georgia doesn't know how to play when it's cold. It's it's football, right? It's also generally warm in Kentucky too. Yeah, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's not like we're playing Manitoba. Right. Um, like that, Like I think Kentucky's football fans will be like. Okay, it's kind of cold. Yeah, but I don't think you're going to be suspect, like from Minnesota, right? I suspect a decent number of empty seats in there being, yeah. you know, Saturday before Thanksgiving and also 31 degrees kickoff. Yeah, and after one of the most miserable games they've had in a long time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, but, you know, I, I think, like, I feel like a broken record saying this Georgia matches up well with them no. uh, because they, they want to smash you with the line of scrimmage and they want to, they really want to impose their running will on you. Um, Okay. Yeah. Have fun with that. I mean, you yeah. know, have fun with that. Vanderbilt just got two hundred and eighty something yards on you. So we're rushing. Sorry, yeah. Josh rushing. Um and they I mean they out Vanderbilt outgained Kentucky by a substantial amount. Yeah. Uh which is concerning considering, you know, they have a quarterback that 
Ostensibly is a Ostensi- pro prospect. Ostensibly, I mean, I, ostensibly I, is an early I haven't heard, draft pick. I haven't heard much about his Will Levis early draft pick status lately. Since because, that one game where he was yeah. healthy and it was all dialed up for him and they got <laughs> slammed. Well, they're, 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 they're struggling with, with wide receivers. Yeah. Actually, actually, when you hear national media talking about Georgia doesn't have any wide receivers, they're talking about Kentucky. Right? <laughs> um, they just are. Unless we, we can live in that world. Um yeah, you know, the last thing, the last thing from a from a game analysis standpoint, um, I I understand why Mike Stoops picked a fight with the basketball coach, which is great, right? That, Resistance strength, take advantage of what you can. right. That's it right. Wasn't just they picked a fight, but he mocked, mocked the it. fact that they had won a postseason game in Kentucky. Had Kentucky lost to them famously lost to St. Peter's last yeah. year in the first round, and so he was like, "Well, you know, the teams are winning in the postseason, yeah, because they won their bowl game." It's like it's a hard thing. Like freaking John Calipari, man, and and but you you got it. And actually, I think Calipari was wrong in that situation. Calipari, remember Calipari said, "Let's let's face it, guys, we're a basketball school," which is true, but like. You don't have Come to say on, the quiet man. part out loud. Like imagine Kirby Smart go like obviously George is a basket is a football school. Obviously George is a football. But imagine me like, hey, welcome the new coach Mike White here. Obviously this is a football school, so F off. Like it cuts the balls out because it legs out for yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like to, to do that, you can understand why Stoops fired back, and I think it was correct to do so. But that also feels like the last time he was strong enough to be able to do that. Yeah, it does. And kind of where I was going with this gets back to what Scott was saying earlier. You know, I don't think Stoops is in any sort of trouble here, right? They're six and three. They're going to play in a bowl game, um, right? Six and three, no, six and five, four, whatever they are. They're going to play in a bowl game, um, which is all Kentucky fans want. They just want a distraction until the real basketball. And maybe it'll starts. be in Nashville at the what, what do you call the Nashville bowl game? The Music uh, City Bowl. LP, maybe East. Oh, not Music City Bowl. A quick visit. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, they love having them there. Uh, yeah, do Kentucky, you have bowl Kentucky. projections? They're uh, six and four. Six and four. So yeah, they're definitely in a ball game, right? Uh, I'll, I'll I, I, bring I, up yeah. some bowl projections. Yeah, yeah I don't I'd like to. Hear I mean, some. I, I if you if you name the bowl, I can make a projection for it, but I don't remember the exact Birmingham. rundown. I always like to bring up the the Brett McMurphy ones because they have all the logos. Yeah, they got the logos. So, but but getting back to what you were saying, Scott, they're making a bowl. He's fine. The problem with him is that after doing that. Um, he better be making nice with Calipari, especially if Kentucky is good in basketball this year. Because, you know, he, and I'm not saying he did it, he did a wrong thing in flexing the muscle he had at the time. You only get to, you only get to take that bicycle out for a ride once unless you uh, keep rebuilding the bicycle if you are, if you are the football coach at Kentucky. So, you know, if, uh, let's say they go, Oh, they have Louisville, so they should beat Louisville. Let's say they go seven and seven to five, right? Seven to five. You get to the bowl game, win or lose, you still have a winning record, right? But next year you're six and six, or you know five and seven, and then the year after that you look bad. You're done. Yeah, you know, you know, Mark Stoops might have turned what might be the most, I wouldn't say easiest, but best college football spot to land in, especially if you're like a not. Not and I don't, it makes it sound like he's not ambitious, but not upwardly mobile college football coach. Uh, and he's 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 peed on that fire, and um, that's a really interesting place to be. Now, is there entirely a world where he goes 
six and four, six, or six and six and six, seven and five next year, and then you know builds it back up. Sure, I think he's that good of a football coach. I do. But they're not what they were supposed to be this year. That is not what they're supposed to be, right? They they were this so, year specifically. Yes, they were supposed to be the team that, if you were not rational to say threaten Georgia for the East, if you were rational say to be in the hunt for the East and be in the conversation certainly for the second best team in the East. Well, if you think about it, years past, recent years past, the East wasn't settled until Georgia beat Kentucky. Oh yeah, because you know, they were still mathematically in it. Yeah. I mean, let's not forget that first year of Kirkman, they've been Rodrigo, the Rodrigo game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's that was, he like, became the hero then. Yeah, and they, they very well could have lost that game. They very well could have lost that game. I was there and wasn't going to. Um, <laughs> uh, but for, to answer your question, the uh, McMurphy has Kentucky in the ReliaQuest Bowl in Tampa. Okay. One point favorite over your Iowa Hawkeyes. <laughs> Is that, oh, that's the Outback Bowl now. Uh, no. No. It's just the early. Tampa Bowl. I think it used to be the Outback Bowl. Yeah, it used to be. It's a January January first at like ten forty five. January second. Oh, okay. okay. So they didn't. They 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 got rid of the title sponsor Outback. Oh no, yeah, Outback bailed on him. No more blooming onion. What does Brian Nanny wear now? A Relia something? Yeah, he wears he wears uh, whatever Relia Quest does. I'm sure is what uh, I'm sure they're very travel agency. They're very important weed eater company. Later that day, by the way, in Orlando, Ah, Citrus Bowl or the Citrus Bowl between the Mississippi. Rebels, oh, a it, six and a half point favorite ooh, over, over Illinois. Illinois mm. That, that is, seems ambitious for Illinois, to be honest, because they're about to lose three in a row. You want to clash the styles, too. <laughs> Did that Purdue loss make you feel better about the Michigan State loss? I mean, I, I, <laughs> I know, because the Michigan State loss didn't really matter. Purdue loss is the one that mattered. Oh, okay. Pretty loss is one of them. Actually, if you win Mississippi State, a Michigan, you win Michigan State, you have a little more play to lose. Yeah. The problem, the problem with losing to to Purdue is now you have to play at Michigan. <laughs> like they basically, if they beat Purdue, all they had to do is win one of their last two. Now they have to win two of their last two, and one of those two is Michigan. So that makes it hard. So that's okay. But the good news is you're not going to lose bus 47 against Ohio State. The good news is is I now can just have like a nice casual dinner after the SEC championship game rather than sprinting back somewhere right. to good. watch Illinois lose by 40 to Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of how I feel about the K- Kentucky too. I just it feels like the vibe. Like I'm excited you're going to be there, and because I, I am very curious to see. What a disappointed Kentucky football fan vibe looks like. Because ordinarily, when you guys oh, I've go, seen that plenty of times. But I know, I know you're bummed out. Bummed, like this was supposed to be like if I were a Kentucky fan and I was excited about the season as they should have been heading in. You had this game circled from the get go because Florida's not there yet. They got a new coach. Tennessee, they don't think there's they're there yet. You're obviously not going to lose to Vanderbilt at home. Missouri's mm-hmm. a mess. And you, this was circled, I circled it as a potential game day game, and it's just not gone that way at all. And uh, and to have such a bad loss at home to Vanderbilt the week before this one, it feels like uh, it feels like it's going to be a lot of red. It feels like there's going to be a lot of red in the stands. Yeah, yeah. Was, oh, yeah. even so, more than usual. Oh, yeah. I was there in 98 for the Corey Phillips game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, the thing I remember was whenever they got a, a first down, they would play the old Tracy Bird song, we're from Kentucky, and I like it that way, over and over and over. And I didn't even like that song when it was popular, much less played over the PA system multiple times. I'm sure they don't do that anymore. 
I don't. Yeah, I, 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 I think we will hear that song more than we heard Rocky Top. Oh, uh, yeah. But that, yeah. by the way, that will never stop being old to me. I heard it half a time, <laughs> like you know, Kevin May's pinky finger. <laughs> the, um, but you know, when I, I was just sitting there looking because we've been there a couple times where Kentucky has a basketball game on Friday night before. The yep. football game. Yep. And it's not this year. They play South Carolina State, by the way. Almost beat South Carolina. Um, they play South Carolina State on Thursday. Uh, so that won't happen. Um, and that's a place, you know, we're talking about places I've always wanted to go. I've always wanted to go to Rupp Arena. And I've yep. seen it. I've walked in it. I would like to go to a basketball game there. Uh, and I'm going to have to – What part of my wife and I's uh, retirement plan is to – Travel around and go to iconic sports venues, and obviously Georgia. Watching Georgia, Kentucky at Rupp Arena is easy enough. But you know, I want to go. I want to go to the horseshoe. I want to get spit on by a dude right. drinking uh, Bud <laughs> yeah. Light and wearing yeah, a sweatshirt, even yeah. though it's forty-seven. Uh, it's seventy-five degree, seventy-five degrees in August. Um, or you know, go to Michigan and be so made what, fun of. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question: Football stadiums, not basketball arenas. What would be your top five? Places I haven't been that you yeah. haven't been. Okay, I'd like to do this too. Um, that I haven't been to a game at. Um, top of Mikey Stadium. I want to go see Army play okay. on the, so on the Hudson. I want to go see. I want to see Army play on the Hudson. Yeah. I've been to Marine Corps Stadium where in Annapolis yeah. to, to. I've watched Navy play. It's super impressive, but it's not nearly. I've been. I've been to that stadium. But I've never been to a game there. Um, I really would like to go see Michigan. Uh, and go to the big house. The big house. I okay. went in college, but like you know. Yeah, well, you were you were you know you weren't paying attention to it. Well, he was, I, drank, I, I was, he was I, drinking I, Keystone Light. No, I was in the press box, uh, but I was still just like yeah, like I didn't appreciate it. Every mm-hmm. Yeah, that I should have. Ohio uh, State too. I've been there too for the same. But insane. Yeah, I, I, you know, the other ones are probably Ohio State. Probably um, a couple of them we we'll get to go to eventually. Like I want to go Daryl K Royal. I want to go to um, I want to go to. Um, See the Aggies play. Yeah. Um, I've never been to the Rose Bowl. You've been to the Rose Bowl. Been the Rose Bowl, uh, and it's uh, it's incredible. Um, Did, what happened when you went to the game? Do you remember? I don't know happened? if you heard, but right. Georgia Georgia won the Rose Bowl. Oh, uh, I, remember, I remember it being close. Yeah, it was very close. I it Baker was, Mayfield completing a pass to Kyler Murray. Yeah, Baker Mayfield was humbled in overtime. He, he got him. He had himself humbled. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that's that's my. Last you know, the one the one that stands out in my mind. And I think it's because my dad spent three years there. Is um, Husky Stadium in Seattle? That, I've been that would, there. That would be six. That would be six. I have been there. I have been there. That'd yeah. be six. And, and now yeah, you can take I'm, a boat. I didn't take a boat there. That's what I would love yeah. to do. People, the people drop the boat off there. That's what I'd love to do. But yeah, I've, I've been to the stadium, but never in it for a George has never played Washington. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm really looking forward to, like, literally, my wife and I are going to. Um, to the extent we can go to, she loves sports as much as I do, and to the extent we can, we're gonna we're gonna go see some stuff. We'll I watch. think I'd like to go to Brian Kelly Stadium in where upstate New York, where we talked about that earlier this year. There's a stadium named after him wherever he went Kelly. to school. Oh yeah, like like Canisius. Long Island University or yeah. something like that. Well, that's not upstate, but it's yeah. still it's fine. same same idea. Yeah, it's up it's spot. north of here. Yeah, <laughs> other side of Augusta. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your well, what's your list? Army's pretty high up there. Uh, I've never, I've actually never been to. I would in the past. I would have said Penn State. I feel like I, I don't know yeah. if I like the vibes anymore. I've been to a basketball game there, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like it would have been cool. And now I just feel like I'm contributing to something bad, uh, even though I'm not. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like uh, I feel like you have an alibi. Yeah, I like. I mean, to me, 
I feel like I got to go to Tuscaloosa at some point. Like I haven't been to Tuscaloosa. And <laughs> yeah, that just feels like a spot I need to hit uh, at some point. Uh, by Fidel to you, I've hit Mississippi. Those were two of the big ones I really wanted to hit uh, in the SEC. Uh, but yeah, uh, of SEC, the one I haven't been to, definitely Alabama. Oh, Alabama, definitely Alabama. Alabama. The fact yeah. that I've not been feels like something I got to do with something. So Davis Wade isn't on that list. Yeah, no, no, no. But uh, but I've been to. Uh, I have been to uh, to uh, Lad Peoples in. Uh, in Mobile, Alabama, is that how they say it? It is not Mobile. <laughs> uh, There's a bowl at Lad Peoples this year. Yeah. It's not called Lad Peoples. Senior Bowl or East West Bowl? No, this no, is, it's the actual, the actual bowl, bowl. Camilla Bowl, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. the actual bowl, bowl. Yeah, it's but, uh, obviously a football. It's like game. Georgia Southern versus the MAC team. Yeah, so we, yeah, so we, we haven't actually had the bowl debate. Um, I know there are people like there's too many bowls. I'm telling you what, there's 134 uh, Division One teams. Let's have seventy-two bowls. Honestly, I'm fine with that. Like, like I mean, look, I, I know it's like, oh, it's participation trophy. You know what? If it does nothing for you to be able to write a five hundred piece thought, five hundred word thought piece on how much you hate bowls, okay, let's do that. Like it's like also like it's college football. The bowls are like the thing. Yes, <laughs> like the bowls are like the whole fun of this. You're not doing anything on December sixteenth. Yeah, like <laughs> I always think of that first day where there's like six, and usually that is all. I never see it because that's always that's perpetual holiday party night. Yes, that first Saturday there's yes. always some sort of obligation that it's night. like the Arizona Bowl, right, right, and the New Mexico Bowl. And so I miss it, but like so the first game starts, I'm like, huh, that's right, the bowls are starting. That's kind of fun, and then I don't get a chance to watch any of them, and it's fine, and who cares? And then there'll be a random night, just like there is now, where there's like a Tuesday night and I've gotten done with everything for the night and I'll have a glass of wine or something I'll be like oh right freaking Bowling Green is playing Akron right now in the now. Quick Lube Bowl yeah so no, or just a regular Tuesday night game Quick Lane Quick Lane Quick Lube I promise I didn't that's try different. that's different I, I, I didn't who cares? try to make that mistake like, who cares again. like honestly who cares who, like it is it is a uh, I would argue it is a flaw in, uh, in, a, in a human character to be like oh I'm sorry I'm really upset about this free football game this has been tossed to me right Scott, I feel like you should hit save because there's a guy outside the window <laughs> in a bucket truck staring up at the transformer. Oh, well, you can't hit save. I'm That's not. not I'm not really works. plugged in right now, so I, I'm I'm kind yeah, of off for, the grid. Oh, really sweet. Good. Okay, good. I, mean, I, I am plugged in, but I have battery also. Yeah, that's fine. Well, we'll use. They our, were here. They were sorry. here yesterday. I think we're gonna be all right. Okay, that's I fine. I just. I think we'll be all right. Sorry, we're like I said. Like to, as Will to alluded paint to, the picture. Yeah, as Will alluded, we're in a different uh, space. Yeah. Uh, and Usually, it's, it's just deer. Yes. Yeah. Now, okay, now you see people again. in a lovely decorated dining room uh, at Will's house. It is actually kind of funny because, like, if we were at your place, and we saw some dude like ten yeah, feet outside. Yeah, that'd It'd be like a thing. Yeah. And here I'm just like, yeah, that's just yeah. Weird. Also, could have been <laughs> at his house. So uh, <laughs> could have been. Did, you might want to beep that. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll beep it just at the right point. So people are like, who is it? <laughs> there we go. I'll have to bleep that one. No, too. you say that. I don't Can care. I? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, Chris. Um, so I just I don't know if you guys noticed by the way, but uh, uh, while while we were distracted by the electrician man outside, my children came streaming through the room here, all shirtless, all shirtless, as, shirtless they, kids. as they are, as they are, and uh, now you can now you have proof. Now you have proof that they walk around right. here. It's, it's a good thing clothing. that you've got. Uh, you've probably got some free shipping, and so it's on the way. It's on the way, and it's free. It's on the way. It's it's free. But uh, uh, wait, I, I can get free shipping. There's only one way. If there's another way, don't tell me. The only way to do it is to type in. I actually don't know. It's WSLS at checkout. But what's the name of the site I'm supposed to go to? Um, gosh, you can do. You, you know, okay. I'm going to give you the difficult way first. 
Okay. Social media <laughs> at seven six apparel, and then you got to click the link in bio, and then matriculate to whatever website you want to go to. Mm. But the easiest thing would be because it's it, the the website is uh, mobile friendly. You can go to the seven six dot com on your desktop or mobile device, and um, and order order a shirt, any shirt. What shirt shall I order? Well, I mean, I'm I'm kind of fond of the uh, anti orange. It's your basic block letter. My my first shirt that I ever got from them is the It's Always Sony in Pasadena. I almost messed that up. I almost said Philadelphia. Uh, <laughs> I remember wearing that to a Georgia baseball game, and someone just stopped me dead in my tracks and complimented how creative and punny that that was. And I was like, yeah, you can go to the76.com and, and get you one. It was a, as a nice heather gray color. I think heather that's gray. still available on their site. Heather can, gray. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a, it's, a good, it's a good color. So... You know that's the thing. Like they'll they have the shirts, and you can continue to scroll and scroll, and we'll, the page will load, and you can kind of go in the wayback machine and and get. Oh, Tony's taking. Oh, that was not a good photo. Uh, I did terrible there. Uh, well, the problem is, is the the shutter speed's so slow because of the the light in here, yeah. and so you've got to keep your hand real steady. That's what exactly, do you know? That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Yeah, but um, but yeah, you go to the seven six dot com. Uh, Chase uploaded a ton of uh, anti-orange shirts recently. Photo opportunity. And uh, and so you'll have some new apparel to wear. And don't forget, there's always the Atlanta collection. And then there's even the golf collection, which we're six months out from the Masters. And that, that gets really uh, popular uh, then, then and there in the spring season. So, um, you know, fill your basket up. There's plenty of people that you need to buy gifts for. And why not kill two birds with one stone where you get them a gift that they want and you save some money. Like when I go to a website, you know, say... See, that's your first mistake. Yeah, yeah. But say, say, like, I was on walgreens.com because I was ordering some photos, and they've got probably nine different combinations of save 30%, save 40%, save 50%. So I'm the guy that's always, like, searching and Googling, you know, what the, the next one-up one up coupon is. So... You don't have to worry about that with this. You just type in WSLS and move on. You get free shipping. Yep. Love it. So um, I, do we want to talk a little bit about everything else? Do we want to do some playoff talk? Like, yeah, I think I, I'm, I'm glad, you, glad you brought that up because yeah. we're, it feels like we're now down to six or seven teams, yeah. right? And, if, and more to the point, it feels like Georgia is – like not in only is Georgia like control, in a really good spot. Control. But I mean, they're in like really complete control. Like well, they can, like they. I don't think they're going to lose in the SEC championship game. But if they do, they're still in the playoff. Yeah. Like they need to not lose against Kentucky, and you can tell by the uh, the how serious and grave we got in our discussion of Kentucky. How much of the guess can happen? And then they have Georgia Tech at home. I think it is fair to say that Georgia is. I think it's a ninety-five percent right now. Weird things can happen, but it's certainly it's hard to imagine a scenario. Where this Georgia team that we've seen, even if we don't think they're perfect, is not going to be in the playoff because it would require for them not to be playoff. It requires them losing to Kentucky or Georgia Tech. That's really what it. Or losing was. the SEC championship game by twenty eight. Yes. Yes. Right. Uh, yes. Yes. I guess. I suppose. And even then. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. What are they going to do? Put three SEC teams in? Yeah. And I think that that's it. And I think that like if you're LSU. Your path to the to your path to the playoff requires beating Georgia by a bunch and Tennessee and like TCU losing or Tennessee losing 
or Ohio State wiping out Michigan or vice versa for extended thing. Like that is the buffer that Georgia has right now because the idea is like they're like Georgia even if they lose a game they're not putting a one loss Clemson or a one loss North Carolina ahead of Georgia. They're not putting a one loss Michigan ahead of Georgia. They're not putting a one loss Tennessee ahead of Georgia because they wiped out Tennessee. Even though Tennessee beat the SEC champion. And I don't know if you read Heather Dennis's piece that actually posited this scenario that LSU beats Georgia. So who do you put in, right? LSU, SEC champion. Georgia beat Tennessee. Tennessee beat LSU, LSU on the road. Yeah. Um, I, I don't agree with her. Her her theory is at that point you pretty much have to put three SEC teams in. I think at that point you probably end up with two SEC teams. Probably. So you're right? saying Tennessee gets left out? I think so. In that sense, yeah, yeah. Even though they beat LSU, yeah. it, but you know at that point you know what LSU did something that uh, Tennessee did. couldn't do, yeah. right? And the, and Florida State's the first game of the year. They've shown right. generally right. speaking to get That's, a little. They're a bit whole of different a, team. Right. Um, I, I I really don't care and i mean this in a, in a in a fine way where i don't care who makes a playoff if, if george is in it you know and i want george to win i just want tennessee to be fifth that's all i care about <laughs> i just and then i want to go on the message boards I would, and i want to yeah, read would, yeah yeah the hue and cry well i think i i think you bring up a great point and look well i know you know this about us southerners but spites mm. are for our only true media. it is funny man it is, like it's yes, very yes yeah, yes, it's, yes it's, yo it's, yeah yeah the germans got nothing on us and um, well, yeah, but in many ways. Um, but I think I agree with Scott. I am I am totally down for a full week of how could you leave Tennessee mm-hmm. out on ESPN, right? So, which means um, I guess that means it, it's pretty easy for that to happen. It's Georgia. It's a winner of Ohio State, Michigan. It's TCU if they stay undefeated, and it might be USC if they win the Pac-12. Or the loser of Ohio State, Michigan. Or the loser Correct. of Ohio State, Michigan. Right. Yeah. Look, if look, that's what you that's what you look for. If that game is that game's thirty five, thirty four, they're both getting in. I think they both get yeah. in. Which I'm fine with. And 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 Georgia is definitely playing the loser in that scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Georgia because if Georgia not, wins, they're they're one versus four. Yeah. Uh in in Atlanta. I've seen Brett McMurphy just had Georgia playing Tennessee in the playoff. I find it hard to imagine. I think they will make Tennessee third before they let that happen. Even if they think TCU is better. Like let's say let's say it's Georgia winner of the Big 10 championship game, TCU and Tennessee. No, Which, let's put Tennessee fourth. You're I, right. I, I, I think they will put Tennessee third. I think they will right, no, not fourth, let third, Georgia yeah. play tennis. Yeah, I, and I think that's right. And that's yeah, look, I, I get it. If if look, if they do that, the college football playoffs like we're tired of SEC teams playing each other, yeah. right? Not that I would agree that Tennessee would beat Ohio State or Georgia. Tennessee would beat Georgia for that matter. They are just basically saying, um, "We're we want to make sure." This is spread around a little bit, yeah. and that at which point you know it's just like if you get a, what if you, are you doing? Yeah, if you get an SEC playoff game, you want it to be the championship game. You can't really do anything well, about that, right? If, get, if, like like they won, so if the scenario with, with Dennis was she was saying with three in. If LSU beats Georgia, LSU is still going to be the four seed. Georgia would be two or three playing against Tennessee. Well, if there's three SEC teams, yes, yeah, you have, you have, have one. You have but yes, yeah. but if there's two, I just can't see a scenario where they put an SEC game in the in the in the semis. I agree. But what I think realistic is going to happen, I think Georgia's going to win out. Right? Yeah, I, think Georgia, I also think Georgia, Georgia is the one seed. 
I think Ohio State would beat Michigan. They are the two seed. I think TCU is going to win out, even though I I don't think TCU is going to win out. So that's but, my but, big thing. But you know, I said at the beginning of the season, this is the one thing I ride on. I said TCU is going to win. Uh, TCU is going to win the Big the Big Twelve. I didn't expect them to be. Right. 10 and 0 or 12 and 0. And they could have lost Saturday, by the way. Yeah, they could have lost nine times this year. (laughs) But they're just not going to. So you have Ohio State playing Tennessee. And I think Michigan gets in. Look, it's going to be really, I think, the choices you're making are between. uh, So you think Michigan gets in over Tennessee if TCU goes undefeated? Yeah, I do. I do. I, I do. I, I do. Don't, I don't. Well, I mean, if it's 35-34, yes. Yeah, no, because but, I, think, I think Michigan and Ohio State are going to play a close game. That's why I think that. Um, or or you you split the baby. If if um, USC yeah. wins, you put them in. So I don't see USC getting in. One loss to USC. It's going to be interesting to see how desperate. Because Tennessee was desperate against Missouri, scoring with like 12 seconds left. Throwing, oh. to They're going to keep doing that, too. They're going to. It's yeah. going to be interesting to see. Yeah, by the way. By the way. Here's the thing. They've got to go to Columbia, South Carolina. they got nothing to lose, South Carolina. I'm not saying that they're going to beat them, but that I think it's a night game. That could get interesting. Dude, for all the thought pieces about Georgia and, well, what if they do this, that game is a three-point game late in the third quarter. Tennessee scored 28 points in the fourth. Now, that's right. what good teams do. Yeah. I get that. But that game, that game, Missouri played Tennessee – as hard as Georgia did, as hard as they did against Georgia for two quarters. Uh, the only difference was is Tennessee turned the gas on earlier. Well, and then and then the Tennessee official Tennessee football Twitter account is tweeting out the number sixty six, and you know, in their graphic design department, saying most yards ever by a Tennessee. You know, they had like seven hundred twenty something yards, and you know, it's it's and to me, it's like fool's gold. You know, let them keep doing it. But that's all they've got to hang their hat on right now. They're they're chasing a position that might not ever open up for them. And I'm I love it. That. I love that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Jinx. <laughs> we both love it. I mean, it just shows you. And I think that 95 percent of our listeners would probably love it as well. I'm eyeing that Tennessee finish and fifth thing now. There's no question about that. You and I, I I think it requires though. TCU going undefeated. And I you think know if what? TCU doesn't go undefeated, there's no path for Tennessee not to get it, and, and, unless they lose. And guess what? If they make it, fine. Let, let Georgia whoop them again. Yeah. So, this, I mean, that game was 28-24 with eight minutes left in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. I was watching. I Yeah, I saw that. I mean, they, the Tennessee scored the last six touchdowns. <laughs> I, I, you know what? And that's fine. That's yeah. fine. They started doing their hurry-up thing, and Missouri had no idea what to do. And Jalen Hyatt was literally open three yards from the line of scrimmage and could have walked in. Yeah, mm, whatever. But it is it, what a nice place to be, right? To be like, okay, well, to sit back and okay, we're let's in. go win some ball games. Who's next? Who 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 will accompany I, us to look, this place? I, I, I'm glad you said that, right? So, I mean, throughout the history of this podcast, and for what the 15 years before, this is what we've aspired to to be Georgia as Georgia fans, right? This is what we aspire to. This is what. This is what we pined for uh, when we thought in 07 we maybe should have gone to the national championship instead of whatever, right? You know what kept us out of that in 07 was a late field goal for Tennessee to beat Kentucky that put them in the SEC championship game yes. that kept us out of it. Yes, right? Yeah. Um, or the, you know, the, like, 
we're talking about scenarios where two SEC teams make it. Any if there's a 14 playoff in 12, Georgia makes it, and Georgia plays Alabama again. I don't think there's any doubt about that, yeah. right? I mean, I guess there's doubt about it because Georgia could have lost in the semifinal, but right? I mean, yeah. this is why I like that question earlier about Georgia playing the, the, the last week about Georgia playing what game you'd want to see played. Yeah, have it be Georgia Notre Dame from that yes. Year. But like again, we and this may be a good way to close until we get to the next thing. But like we keep talking about the stages, right? The stages for Georgia and stages of Georgia, specifically the stages of Georgia fan of. Beginning this year, we're like, I don't, we're so giddy off the championship. I'm not sure I want them to play. And then they have the blowout, and it gets you, and then you're like, okay. And then they stop Tennessee, and you're like, okay, now it's us. You know what the next step is? The next step is no longer doing what we just did, which is, oh, let's appreciate what we went through and mm-hmm. how happy we are here now. Because the next step is, this is ours and we belong to it. The next step is forgetting that. <laughs> the next step is forgetting that that happened and and then not bringing it back until we fall again and be like, oh, well, we've been through it. Remember 07? Remember 12? And no one was. I'm sure there's... I'm sure there are seasons where Alabama fans' hearts were broken before Saban got there that none of us give a crap about. But Alabama fans probably feel like deeply about that's that that the next step is is us not pausing ourselves to be like, hey, look at us, look at us, look at us. The next step is to be like, oh, yeah, this is who we are. Of course, this is what we're supposed to have. I mean, I'm getting old, but I'll take 15 years of that. Yeah, I think I could probably handle that. So as we get into our pick segment, um, I'd like to congratulate Tony Waller for currently being in second place with 515 points. He's, First loser. He is only <laughs> he is only uh, trailing Crazy Legs, who has a five point lead on him. Um, but then, th- but then third place is Dog's Luck sniffing up Tony Waller at 513 <laughs> points. I guess they changed their I name. I love the name. Um, you got Bass and Dog in fourth place, 506, and Uncle Bear is tied for fourth. With Bass and Dog as well. Um, so we'll get into the picks segment of the show. My notes are out of order. Here we go. So um, as we start off, let's start out in the Pacific Northwest. Utah visits Oregon. Um, two out of the last three meetings uh, for these two teams have been in the Pac-12 championship game. They have each been split uh, one and one. And this is the first time in Eugene for uh, Utah since 2017. I'm actually looking at the Pac-12 standings right now. So right now, uh, UCLA, Southern Cal, Utah, and Oregon are mm-hmm. all still in. It's still vying. So Pac-12 got rid of the divisions. The top mm-hmm. two teams play right. in the playoffs. Right. I think Southern Cal, if they win this week, they're locked in. If, They've got to be right. with only one loss. Yeah. If I'm Southern Cal, I think I would. If I'm trying to make a case for the playoff, I think I'd rather. I think I'd probably rather play Utah than Oregon. On one hand, Oregon is a little higher. On the other hand, Utah's the one team that beat you. Yeah, so oh, that's right. yeah, good you point. Probably that's right. Want, you made up for it. You probably want to say, "No, we played them again and stomped them into whether they would or whether they wouldn't." That's their case. Uh, I actually feel that you. I'm picking Utah in this game. Because I know we're excited about like after Oregon lost last week, it feels a little bit. Maybe I'm still a little bit in Illinois reflex mode on this. But when the wow, we're seven one, we've got a path. And then when you lose the first one, mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like, oh, we don't have a path. 
Okay, well that's okay. We're, we're recovering, and then you then the wheels fall off. Yeah, and I think that I, it's, let's not forget this is his first year there. He's done a terrific job for letting to even get Oregon in the conversation as of last week to potentially be a playoff team is remarkable, and I think should be he should be commended for it. It feels like Utah is still a couple steps ahead in the process than where Oregon is. I'm pick, I'm picking Utah. Bo Nix plays Oregon wins if they don't. Yeah, I'm still picking Oregon. I'm going to pick Oregon because uh, their uniform combo last week was excellent. I don't know what they're wearing this week. All right. Southern Cal. Something different. Yeah. Southern Cal. (laughs) Speaking of uniform, Southern Cal at UCLA, they both wear their away uniform. They're they're colored. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Southern Cal will be wearing their burgundy red and UCLA blue. Um, Bummer that UCLA lost last week because this would have been a terrific game. Yeah, it would have. It would have. Really fun. Yeah, they're playing in Los Angeles. Um, USC leads the all time series 49 to 33. Is it at USC or is that UCLA? It's at UCLA. No, it's at US. So it's at at Coliseum. I'm sorry. It's in Pasadena. Yeah, the Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl. Um, UCLA won last year. Can you tell me who the starting quarterback for USC was last year in this game? Keaton Slovis. No. Not Keaton Slovis. I don't Correct. Know. It was not Keaton Slovis. I don't know. Ole Miss quarterback Jackson Dart. Jackson oh, Dart. That's a terrific yeah. piece of it is a, it, But it's a great football name as yeah. well. Yeah, but, it is. Uh, yeah, pour some out for Jackson Dart. Yeah. Dart. Dart. I think Southern Cal wins. I agree. I agree. Then we've got a Big 12 matchup. Okie State at Oklahoma. Oklahoma leads the series and. Otherwise known as Bedlam, ninety to nineteen. Oklahoma State broke a six-game losing streak last year, um, but Oklahoma just lost to West Virginia last week on a last-second field goal. Um, before we get into our picks on this little geography question for you two, Oklahoma is based in Norman. Oklahoma State is in Stillwater. It's eighty miles apart from the two schools. Can you tell me, are they north and south from each other, or are they east and west of each other? I'm going to say north and south. I, I don't think it's either. I think it's this north, northeast and southwest. General. General? General directions. It's pretty obvious. East-west. The correct, answer, the correct answer is Norman is south of Oklahoma City. Stillwater is north of Oklahoma City, and Oklahoma City lies about right in the middle. This is further proof that I am a golden god. I've got Oklahoma State. I've got Oklahoma. Yeah, so Oklahoma State wins this game. Um, they are still alive for the Pac-12, a big, a big 12 championship. And Pretty impressive damn, I hate when you're right. Wiped out by Kansas. Fine. Okay, Oklahoma State. <laughs> Then we've got uh, the Marshall Thundering Herd, who beat Notre Dame earlier this year, traveling to Statesboro, not at all like Notre Dame. <laughs> uh, Marshall leads this series 4-2. to two. The teams have not played. Oh, we got electrician activity. <laughs> yeah. uh, the teams have not played since 1996. So uh, I was interested, thinking like, hmm, why are these two teams playing this late in the season? So I'm going to have you fill in the blank on this. The reason why they're playing is, Marshall left the blank at the end of 2021 is ne- and now is a member of the blank. So they switched conferences. So it left <laughs> the Sun Belt and joined Conference USA. Flip it. Tony's got it right. Okay, so. Marshall left Conference USA at the end of last year and joined okay. the Sun Belt. 
I was going to say Marshall left his uh, concubine and joined his menage a trois, but yeah. I got Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yes, Marshall. I will take Marshall as well. Then we've got, uh, going back to the Big 12, this is kind of out of geog- geographical order, but we've got TCU at Baylor. TCU North leads. North and South. Uh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. TCU leads the series 57, 53, and 7. TCU's won 6 of 7 in this series. And the interesting thing, the history, I knew this because I remember, I guess, TCU history growing up with my mom uh, talking about TCU. Uh, TCU began in Waco, Texas, which is where Baylor really? is. And is a, they were crosstown rivals for many years um, back in the 20s. Um, and until I think uh, something burned down and TCU was able to use something with Baylor and they were like, Hey, you're using too much of it. And they were like, all right, we're going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We're basically, going to Fort, we're going to Fort Worth. It was basically yeah. Baptist versus Methodist. That felt a little bit like, uh, like when you watch drunk history. Yeah, <laughs> felt like a little bit of a very drunk, drunk history, history vibe, vibe. Yeah. which and I enjoy. For the Derek record, Waters, for the record, I learn stuff from drunk history every yeah, time that, that I watch it. So I'm, I'm, I'm well, not, before you make your pick, you'll learn something else, or maybe you won't. But so TCU and Baylor were both members of the Southwest Conference. Yes, can you name the conferences that TCU has then went to after the dissolving of the Southwest Conference in 1995, and then Baylor? So Ooh. starting with TCU. Uh, TCU Just, was, you don't have to name the order, but name the, the conferences they went to. TCU was in the WAC. That's correct. Were they in the Conference USA? They were from yep. 2001 to 2004. Mm-hmm. And then there's one more before they got a Big 12. TCU, WAC. Mountain West? That's correct. All right. Yeah, yeah. 2005 to 2011, and then they joined the Big 12. How about Baylor? So, Where did they go from, from Southwest Conference? Uh, Conference USA. Nope. They go to the ACC? Nope. Hmm. Uh, no. No, they go... Were they in the Big 12 all along? They went straight to the Big oh, 12. Oh, good okay. call. Good and there, yeah. there, there's, there's conflicting history that uh, Ann Richards, who was the governor of Texas back then... Um, who, had, who had one of the greatest lines ever. What is it? Um, poor George Bush. He was born with a silver spoon up his ass mm-hmm. and his mouth. I thought and about- his mouth... In his mouth. <laughs> I, I think she delivered it better. Yeah, Probably. I would but, agree. But, <laughs> I don't remember but the line. I not governor of Texas. I don't remember the line. The, I don't remember she, the line. she was governor of Texas. I thought she's the third. She's not the one who was born on third base and thought he had a triple. No, but it was a yeah. very similar Similar uh, kind of idea. Um, many people have written about the fact that Baylor's in the Big 12 because of her. She's a Baylor alum. But that's pretty much been debunked because she was not there for the meeting. Yeah. So it, they still got thrown into the Big 12, I think probably in honor of her or because she had so much power because she was one oh, of the most was, powerful governors. She was like a robber baron. Like she, was a, she was a power broker. Correct. She was, yeah. so, um, <laughs> she was a robber baron. She was a power broker. But I've got, I've got TCU in this game. I think they keep it on going. I think they're going to lose before they get to the playoff. Uh, I don't know if it's this game, but I think they are going to lose, so I might as well pick in this game and pick in Baylor. So the quote is, poor George Bush. He can't help it. He was born with a silver foot in his mm. mouth. That is a great line. That's a great line. It delivered better than I did that yes. time. Which I would argue, for the record, like, uh, uh, election day's over, so I, you know, we're, all, we're all cool now. And the election in Georgia is over. There's no more Georgia stuff No more votes. We've all moved nothing. on. Nothing. No more votes. happening. Though, good luck early voting, by the way. Uh, super hard. Uh, but anyway. Really? 
Yeah, because because you've got it doesn't start till the twenty eighth. Oh, for this, yeah, I agree. It doesn't start to the twenty eighth. It was easy this time. Yeah, it doesn't start to the twenty eighth, and of course, there's that's Thanksgiving week. So you basically, as someone that is leaving the day after, like I'm leaving on the Tuesday of Thanksgiving, and I can't vote in Callaway. When's the election? This is this Tuesday the sixth, oh. and I'm flying to New York on Monday the fifth. So I literally have like a three hour stretch on Monday where I'll be able to do that. I bet you will. I think I'll find it. I'll find it. But I'm. Uh, but it's easy for I'm, I'm able to make my own hours. Not everyone yeah. can necessarily do that. Uh, anyway, the point is, uh, I will. I, I, I'm. I'm. I'm taking. I'm taking. Uh, taking DC. I am taking, taking Baylor. I am taking Baylor. That's why I'm I put this Baylor. one there. I agree with Will. I think they lose before they get there. Yes. Because I'm supporting college football chaos. Yes. <laughs> then we've got uh, University of Alabama, Birmingham traveling to LSU. They've played before. This line's stupid. What's the line? I didn't write the line down. Like three and a half. Oh, wow. Wait, what? Yeah. UAB is not great. I mean, they've Hold got on. four that losses, I think. Be. I'll confirm that. that well, be. while you look, um, the series is tied one and one. This is a night game. 9 p.m. kickoff Eastern, 8 p.m. local. Uh, yeah, UAB God, is... All those Cajuns are going to be so UAB ramped. is 5-5 five uh, and five on the season. I got 14 and a half. Okay, well, maybe it's 14 and a half. But Which still. still seems low, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I agree. It should be 30. So with UAB being 5-5, five and five, you know, Conference USA or whatever conference they're in, and then LSU's got Texas A&M next week, they've got nobody until the SEC championship game. So they're just going to be... What resting players? Maybe that kid Perkins who dominated Arkansas. You know, just keeping guys healthy. Um, so yeah, they they have no test, uh, and I mean they do have A and M who maybe will have something for them, but I think they have them both at home. Yeah, this is a testament of how bad it is this week that I put this game on there. True, yeah. LSU, yeah. of course. Uh, I will take LSU in this game. By the way, we are. Uh, well, I like I don't know, games. It, if you hear, yeah, if you hear kitchen work in is there. Is it dinner time? Is that, I'm not. I, I, don't, the, I don't. The boys are in there making I'm dinner not, shirtless. I'm not allowed to eat after five. The boys but, are. Um, yeah, he's I'm like, like a gremlin. He's like Mowgli. What's but, for dinner? Uh, <laughs> no, Mowgli, right? But at the end, we are going to encourage uh, both uh, the boys and Miss Alexa to come in and, and have make a their moment. Picks. And, uh, uh, they can make their picks on the Georgia game. Okay. Which, oh, are like they it. going or are they not going to the Georgia game? Discuss it. Okay. Okay. Oh. okay. All right, before we get I'm to I'm definitely that. going. But uh, definitely a good idea to so let weekend plans be des- decided by 10-year-olds. Yes. Yeah. Seems... <laughs> I imagine you're probably pushing that, but uh, maybe we shouldn't. Yeah, sounds like put the hand on the scale. It'll be fine. She lived in New York for 13 years. Anyway, go ahead. Western Kentucky visits Auburn. In fact, Western. This is the one with the tight line. Okay. Okay, but WKU had one of the greatest uniforms, terrific helmets last week because you know they're gobbly gook. there's mascot. a terrifying mascot. Yes. Yeah, it's just like a bunch, it's like a blob. Him, I met him on the street. But they they had black helmets. They had it on the side of the helmet. But then the the face mask, the visor, had his eyes on the helmet. Fantastic work, Western Kentucky. Um, so uh, they are or Auburn is two and all time versus Western Kentucky. In two thousand three, Auburn beat Western Kentucky forty eight to three. There was a running back on Auburn named Cadillac Williams that had a 29-yard touchdown run. What happened to that guy? Yeah, wonder what happened to him. him again. Yeah. Uh, I'll pick Auburn, but I put this game on there. It's a five-and-a-half-point Auburn advantage. Five-and-a-half points against, like, a bad CSA team. I pick Auburn. You, you know what? 
What? I was listening to the radio uh, coming over here, and there is It'll a... It'll your brain. I know, I know. But it was talk radio, and... That'll definitely rot your brain. There is a, uh, I guess, a prolific Auburn fan on an Atlanta radio station, and he was well, talking a little bit worried, saying, like, look, guys, I know that was an emotional victory that Auburn had over Texas A&M, but don't fall in love and hire the interim... Auburn fans are talking about how they love the vibe that Cadillac's throwing, and I'm here for that. <laughs> I, I enjoyed watching Cadillac get excited and beat Texas A&M, and I'd be fine if they wanted to hire him, hire them as their next Auburn coach. I'm a 10-year contract. <laughs> I'm just saying that before he got the interim contract, and everybody listen and spread this to all of your friends, Cadillac Williams was widely considered the top assistant in football, the Kirby Smart even of if you get a chance to get him, yeah. just coming in right there, you don't have to steal him from another program. You don't have to like make a bit. You don't have to go deal with Jimmy Sexton and go fight through all this stuff. You've got him right here. Yeah, he'll You've take got the, the job. future right here. I did, I did uh, lots of people are saying? Lots of people are saying. People say Kirby Smart, Cadillac Williams makes sense. You can see it. I'm just saying, Auburn. Yeah. No, I see. Kirby, I see Catholic Williams more as a starter, as a head coach for the Colts. I see I mean, Catholic Williams. Coached, he's coached more college games than, <laughs> than Saturday. Jeff Saturday, who's only coached at Hebron Christian and Winder. I'm thinking more Catholic Williams. Uh, Jeff Saturday is an interesting parallel. I would probably go more Bear Bryanty. Oh, Cadillac Williams, Texas A&M OC. See, I think you're missing the larger thing here. We need it's, Auburn to consider him. It's like Bear Bryant or um, um, maybe uh, – there's Belichickian vibes. I don't hey, think there's any H. question. Tram. Yeah, I mean, I think you could make an – like I think of like the great leaders throughout Humer- uh, human history. Think narrow. You know, think, uh, think uh, Copernicus. Yes. Think, um, you know, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> By the way, this is the first time anyone has ever compared – Abraham Lincoln, Shun Tzu, and uh, Auburn grad. <laughs> also, Auburn. by the way, to be fair, that post-game interview was It was amazing. excellent. No, I'm not ripping on Cadillac Williams. I'm trying to make a joke at the expense of... of uh, Auburn people? Yeah. I'm yeah. here for it. Auburn. I, I think Auburn. Auburn should do it because they have the next pair, Bryant. Then we've got uh, Ole Miss at Arkansas. Arkansas didn't join the SEC until 1992, but has played Mississippi every year since 1981. I found that dramatically interesting to me. Um, Up until 1994, this game was played, was flip-flop between Jackson and Little Rock. Um, Arkansas leads the all-time series 37-29-1. No, it's on campus nowadays. But, uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's interesting because, um, you know, with Arkansas joining the SEC – I guess, I mean, even schedules back then, it was like 11-game schedules, and Ole Miss was dedicating one game every year to to flip-flop with Arkansas. So um, I think Ole Miss wins because I watched Arkansas play against LSU, and if K.J. Jefferson isn't there, they've got a wide receiver playing quarterback. He's super fast, but they couldn't do anything. I will pick Mississippi, but... I think this might be the funnest game of Saturday. Yeah. Well, it always is. I mean, I'm just it. Th- this has what was the all pass the years ago? It was like a backwards pass. That yeah, went oh yeah. It's, Thirty This yards. has all the potential to be nonsense. This Man, is I'm why. This is why overtime in college football is now yeah. limited to. That's exactly right. Oh, yeah. You have to go for two in the third overtime. Yeah. Oh well, no, that was that was LSU Texas A&M, right? And this this yeah. game used to Both always of them get nuts. Kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Um, did you see how much Pittman was? 
fired up at the end of that game last week, by the way. He I mean, was very As much as Pittman gets. Yeah, yeah. He was as fired up as I've seen him get, I will yeah, say. Yeah, they were our curse lot. Yeah. <laughs> Cold beer. I will take uh, I will I will take Mississippi in this. Then we got Tennessee traveling down to Columbia, South Carolina. Tennessee all time versus the Gamecocks is twenty eight, ten and two. And in the last twelve meetings, here's something interesting. Last twelve meetings, there were three wins in a row by South Carolina. Then there were three wins in a row by Tennessee. Then there were three wins in a row by South Carolina. And then there were three wins in a row by Tennessee. I think South Carolina might give them a scare and lose by 28, but keep it close within the first three quarters. I just, I I just, I I, I can't. Tennessee wins. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I know. Then we got uh, Florida at Vanderbilt. If it... Oh, my God, please. Please, 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 well, please. Well, maybe they can because if it weren't for a Vanderbilt win in 2013, Vanderbilt beat Florida in 2013, how many wins in a row would Florida have over Vandy if that hadn't happened? Do you want a, Do you want the actual number or a round number? The actual number would be fine or a round number. I'll take either one. 112. <laughs> I'll go with uh, negative six. Florida wins in a row? Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's I see. think legitimately I will say – 35. 23. Tony, you're closer. It'd be 31 wins in a row if it weren't for that 2013 win. 30. Wow. By the way, Tony, who was Florida's coach in 2013 that allowed Vanderbilt to. In 2013? Yeah, to win. Was that Asia Muschamp? Yeah, it had to be, right? Yeah. Yeah, Our our pretty dumb boy. (laughs) So do you. He's not dumb. Yeah, he's dumb. He is definitely. You got Florida, right? Think about the off-season preview magazines about the idea Vanderbilt wins this game. It's like Lee's got it going. The game is in Nashville. Lee's got it going. He started something there. There's no minimum into the off-season. You're in second place. This could this could leap you over crazy legs. He can't do. Yeah, but he's got also got a lot to lose when you're in second place. You you come at the king. You better not miss. I've got plenty of seven six apparel shirts, so (laughs) I don't have to win. Yeah, but come on. How it's you predicted hard. that Marshall win earlier? This like year. you're, you literally are one of the co-hosts of this podcast, and you're in second place. You got to go for the jugular and finish I this off. I won last year. All the more reason. That win last year. I don't know. It sounds, I don't, sounds, I don't remember you. Sounds right. I don't sounds remember right. you winning last uh, year. I was very high. You were. You did great. I just don't remember you winning. And now you have the opportunity to win, and you could do it, but a, a poorly, overly extended risk bet. Would be the sort of thing that would cost you a championship. If you pick, you've got to put it at five confidence points or higher. Okay, I'm not going to make it. No, no, that. no. You can't do yeah, that. To yeah, me. I can't do that. That's not fair. Anchors down, baby. Anchors I'm, down. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing you that. You made Anchor, a plural. Anchor down. It <laughs> it's like attorneys general. Uh, <laughs> I will take. I'll That's take, why I did that. I know. I will take. Uh, I will. I will take. Uh, not Vanderbilt. I'll take Florida. All right, then moving on to the game. I know game. Scott didn't pick. Yeah, I said Florida. He is a he's a no to Florida homer. Uh, Georgia goes up to Lexington. The past five meetings versus these two teams, Kentucky has not scored more than two touchdowns in any of those meetings. They won't this week. Mark Stoops is 0-9 versus Georgia, and Georgia has won 12 in a row versus the Cats. We're running a little late on time. I'm just going to give you the score. It's going to be 48 48- 
to 14. Dogs. <laughs> I do feel kind of stupid for being so excited about Kentucky heading into this year. It does feel like it's just been a big step back. And there was a stretch there. It's not like they've got blown the first game and have fallen apart. But there was a stretch where you thought they could pull this out. Again, I said this before in the past about how the year that South Carolina uh, teams, uh, the, the the year that South Carolina had a chance to beat Georgia, not the year that it came out of nowhere to beat Georgia, but when they were at their peak and Georgia was down, like you better get Georgia now. It feels like Kentucky may have missed an opportunity, I have to say, to uh, the, Tennessee's not going to get worse. Florida's going to get better. Georgia's not going anywhere. Missouri just extended Drinkwitz for whatever one's thoughts on that. Um, and South Carolina's got a competent coach. Uh, if I'm Kentucky, I think maybe you're a little bit nervous about what is in sort of you, particularly when they shift into pods. And uh, and all of a sudden you're dealing with that every year. So, <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and pick uh, – I'm going to go ahead and pick uh, – do my score – I'm going to do my score, and then Tony's going to do his score, and then the boys can say before I will. Here's my prediction, and then everyone can give their prediction. Okay, so my prediction is Georgia 38, Kentucky 10. That's my pick. Uh, 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 they're a win dog. Start us off. Um, What's your prediction for the score of the Georgia Kentucky game? 36 mm-hmm. to 24. Tight. And who wins? Georgia. Okay, okay. 36-24. 36-24. That'd be a tight. But William, what do you got? Uh, I have Georgia 42 to 7. 42 oh, to 7. Mine. Okay, Alexa, oh. what's your... Uh, okay, it's a professional podcast voice. <laughs> I was also going to say 42 to 7. But I will say 42 to 10. 40. Oh, I thought you were going to go up on the Georgia screen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Does everyone like my. Hi, I'm a podcaster. Sometimes I will wake up in the middle of the night and see Alexa in a dark room talking to an unplugged microphone. <laughs> Just going. For something to do? Yes, yeah, going to be like, the weather today is going to be warm. <laughs> A high of seventy four and a low of sixty two. <laughs> you know what? You know what would be better is to say, "Hey Alexa, what do you think the Georgia score will be?" No, no, no. we don't do Amazon <laughs> no, echo jokes in this house. house. That's correct. For crying out loud, she with, was here I'm, first. I'm with them. Um, okay, I'm boys. Thank happy. you for coming by. Tony's going to give us his prediction, and then we got to walk over to the. Game I'm game really game sorry they don't have a shirt, though. That's I know. really embarrassing. I know it is. It's weird. It's weird. There are nipples everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get them at the 76.com? I'm also wearing a shirt. <laughs> Thank you very much. I can't. I can't. All right, Tony, get serious and give us a review. Give us a, give well, us clearly, a I think Georgia's going to win. Um, after last week, it's just hard for me to see Kentucky yeah, doing anything, last, right? right. Um, so I will, I will do this. I really was thinking forty-two to seven. I really was, <laughs> and and I'm very proud of William for going there and of Alexa for um, cribbing my score. Let's do this. I will split the baby and say Georgia wins forty-five to seven. Forty-five seven. That's actually exceeding the baby. That's well, it's, the baby. it's a bigger baby. That's I was, like dig, I was dig, a big. That's baby. like dig dugging the baby. I was a big, big dig dugging baby. I <laughs> great, like it. Great like game. It. Like it. So, right. um, well, so, yeah, so but by the way. Remember, after Georgia Tech, we yes. will be at the root. 
Stop by the76.com and get all the shirts. So your kids aren't shirtless. Yes, and we and we don't know we don't know exactly yet because you know uh, Thanksgiving week is crazy. It so is. it's possible we may do a, have to do a Zoom collection. Yeah. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens. But you, you'll be in Callaway. Will I will be driving. I'm back here Monday. Road. Like I'm here. I'm, I'll, I'll and be, I'll here be here in Indiana Monday. Yeah. So you're leaving early on Monday. Yeah, you're uh, leaving two days after this game. So yeah, I'll leave. You're for the coming game back and Sunday. Go to Indiana. Indiana. Oh, so no, you're not I'll even, go straight to Indiana from. Washington. Oh, you're not even coming back to Georgia. And then I'll come back to Georgia. So on we can't. We couldn't do a. a game. We could do Zoom though. We could do a Zoom. Well, we'll discuss it. But one way or the other, it will be a. It will be a some sort of thing. Some sort of thing, and then we'll have a big uh, SEC preview game, SEC championship preview game, which will happen. But this is the last time the three of us will be together until the the root party. Everyone, please come out. It will be a very good time. They'll have uh, They've got booze. They've got golden tea. We don't do a tournament though. Otherwise, let's go watch Georgia beat the Miami of Ohio Red Hawks. Until then, go dogs. Go dogs. And thanks so much for listening. Make sure to follow us on social media at WSLS Podcasts on Instagram and Twitter. And while you're over there, follow 76 Apparel on Instagram and Twitter. Like Tony and Will said, we'll see you on campus uh, after Thanksgiving. And we hope you do have a good Thanksgiving while you're getting those plans in order. And, uh, yeah, as always, go dogs.